Today we turn to one of the great chapters in the Bible, a section often referred to as the Hall of Fame of Faith, Hebrews chapter 11. Having moved through the initial chapters of uh, the book of Hebrews, uh, the section ended with uh, a lot of uh, promises, and uh, these promises were about God's work in our lives, and, and uh, then we moved into this call to action, and we are instructed that we are to, uh, to draw near to God and to hold on to hope, and that we're to encourage one another to love and good deeds. And then, um, having heard all of that, uh, we then hear some of what happens. We get some warnings about what happens to people who don't do those things. Uh, then the writer pivots, and that's where we got to now. The writer now pivots to lift up some examples of people who exhibited great faith. And so that's what we get in Hebrews chapter 11. But the word faith is a little bit of a confusing term. Uh, often misunderstood. Now, it's very important because, um, well, we're talking about faith, and we're saved by grace through faith, and we don't walk by sight, but we walk by faith, and uh, the just shall live by faith, and without faith, it's impossible to please God. So faith is obviously an enormously important concept, but it's poorly understood, um, or at least it's used in a variety of different ways today. So just to start, I want to be very clear. I want to limit our thoughts about faith to biblical faith. So the term gets used in a variety of ways. Some people say they don't have any faith at all in anything. And I've been in discussions uh, with people like this. And I go, well, look, come on. Um, on the one hand, I mean, <laughs> you had faith that the chair you're sitting in was going to hold your weight. And you have faith that other drivers know to drive on the right-hand side of the road. And you have faith that if you deposit money into a bank, that money will still be there, right? I mean, we have faith in people, and we have faith in institutions. And some people will say, that's, that's not faith. And, okay, well, I think it is. It's, it's, perhaps it's not necessarily biblical faith, but there's a lot of overlap there. So let me start in terms of trying to define biblical faith by being very clear about what we're not talking about. Faith is not believing things that you know are not true, as some have suggested faith is. And faith is not magic, nor is it a leap in the dark. Now, um, the Bible contends that we're on you know, one side of a great divide, that God is over here, we are separated from God by sin, God has built this bridge through his son, Jesus Christ. But we can't see God, we can't see the divide, we can't see the bridge, right? And, and we are uh, to live as if these big meta-narratives, these worldview-defining concepts are true. However, we're not expected to believe all this on the basis of nothing. So we, we believe these things on the basis of signs and on the basis of reason. Evidence comes our way via signs and reason. So um, let's for, think for a second about the first. So Moses is one who is uh, given credit. He shows up in uh, the Hebrews 11 Hall of Faith chapter, and he is celebrated for his faith. But if you go back and you look at the call of Moses, which I was reading just this morning in my own devotional time, uh, you look at the call of Moses. 
uh, Exodus chapter 2, the burning bush, right? Moses is a shepherd out uh, of Midian, and God, uh, he goes to see this bush that is burning, but it's not being consumed. And uh, God speaks to him out of the bush, and, but, and, he, and he calls him, right? You know, go, I'm, I want you to go and to, to set my people free. But he gives some signs to Moses, you know, throw down your rod, and it turns into a snake, and he picks it up, and then puts his hand in his, in his robe, pulls it out, and it's, it's leprous, and he puts it back, and it's healed. Uh, and, and God tells him of other things, other miraculous signs that he's going to do to help build Moses's faith. We get a similar kind of statement by Jesus in John chapter 14. Uh, Jesus is, is preaching and teaching as a rabbi, and he's traveling around, and um, lots of people are believing in him. But if you read, he's doing miracles. In particular, he's healing lots of people, and he's feeding people, and he's calming the storm, and he's doing other things. And in John 14, 11, Jesus said, Believe me when I say to you that I am in the Father and the Father is in me. Or at the least, believe on the evidence of the miracles themselves. So there were signs that were given to the people that they were to place their faith in Jesus and in what he was teaching. So there's also reason, and reason gets developed as one of the other epistemological sort of frameworks. Um, reason gets developed, and in Hebrews 11, verse 2, we see it spelled out a little bit. Uh, by faith, we understand that the universe was formed at God's command so that what is seen was not made out of what was visible. And this is, there's, there is sort of a scientific claim being made here that the universe that we look at uh, as a material universe, if it was eternal, we would already be in heat death. Uh, and so we, we know that there is signs that the universe uh, had to have a beginning, had to have a beginner, a creator. So uh, we'll talk more about this tomorrow. Lots in Hebrews, lots in Hebrews chapter 11. Have a good day.